This is Catherine Foster with KCSB News. I'm here with Rebecca August, who is the Director of Advocacy at the Los Padres Forest Watch, to talk about the recent executive action by President Biden to halt oil and gas leasing on federal lands. Could you give us some background on this executive action? Well, the, the day that the Biden administration made the announcement about the executive order, he did it was sort of like a climate-themed day. So there were several actions that they took that day that had to do with climate and protection of you know, our public lands. And so this particular executive action would put a moratorium or would ban um, leasing of federal lands and mineral state or uh, oil development across the entire country. And until the Biden administration assesses whether the program serves the American public. What lands in Santa Barbara County were being used for this oil and gas leasing? Several years ago, the the Bureau of Land Management went about opening up oil and gas leasing on 1.2 million acres across the Central Coast area. So the Santa Barbara County, but also to the county line in Los Angeles and then up to Big Sur and then inland from um, the ocean to the Sierra Nevada. So this is 1.2 million acres across this region that the Bureau of Land Management either owns and manages the top of the surface or else you know, the minerals underneath. Some of the pl- places included in that plan are lands next to Lake Kachuma, which in Santa Barbara we get our water from there. Um, another place is on the top of Bald Mountain, which is sort of if you go um, up, the, up the Refugio Pass, it's on the top of that ridge there. Several parcels under Montana de Oro, which is a very popular um, state park in, uh, sorry, San Luis Obispo County. And um, also next to Halama Beach, which is County Park. Lots of places along the San Inez River. There's uh, several school campuses. There's a, I think it's a junior high school in uh, San Luis Obispo County where there's a parcel that's right next to the high school. So the Bureau of Land Management decided to open up all of these lands to make them available to oil companies to lease for oil drilling and fracking. They began that leasing program just a couple months ago at the end of last year, and they leased 4,000 acres of those, of those stores. What the moratorium did was made it so that that leasing has to stop right now. So there's no, no more leasing until that program is assessed. Can you talk a little bit about the threats that oil and gas leasing brings to federal lands? I mean, obviously, if you were oil drilling or fracking um, next to Lake Kachuma, that would be a threat to water supply. Also, air quality, obviously, climate impacts, spills, and you know, there's explosions. Sometimes things open up in the ground and suck workers in, as happened in um, California several years ago. So there's, there's tons of dangers with oil drilling and having them on our public lands or mineral state that's managed on behalf of, of the American people has a big impact. So along with federal action, there's also action by Congressman Salud Carbajal to halt oil and gas leasing on the California coast. Can you talk a little bit about what that means for the state? So actually, Congressman Carbajal has two bills. One of them was is to that moratorium off the offshore moratorium on oil and gas drilling. And the other one is or onshore, so it addresses precisely the Bureau of Land Management's action to open up those lands to oil drilling and fracking. So he has said that Bureau of Land Management cannot open those lands for oil drilling and fracking unless they do an in-depth environmental impacts um, study on all the different lands that are tart that would be open to um, open to oil drilling and fracking. So this would be, I mean, if there was a proper study done, 
there's no way that you know, we would find that there wouldn't be tremendous impacts to drilling next to wilderness areas and wildlife refuges and under and next to reservoirs or schools or where people like to recreate. So that it's, it's, um, it's, it's a great bill. I hope that it moves this year. What other environmental action are you hoping that this new administration will take? Well, they made a, a great commitment to environmental justice and addressing the impacts of climate change and making sure that transition to renewable energy is, is just and equitable, that we don't cause people suffering as we, as we transition. I hope that the, the Trump administration, I mean, excuse me, the Biden administration works to, to make a permanent ban on oil drilling on public lands. I mean, that's likely going to have to come through the Congress to be a real um, thing, but having having them pursue the study and make sure that the, the program benefits the, the American public and if the American public suffers from climate change and the impacts of oil and gas drilling and if the true costs that are that are paid by people that live near oil and gas drilling and the impacts to our public lands and biodiversity, which we all benefit from. I think if those impacts are taken in sincerely, you know, using the best available science that we'll have we'll have a ban on, on oil drilling and, and fracking on public lands. Is there anything else you'd like to add that we didn't touch on? Well, on the day that they made the executive, that part of the executive order, another order was to protect um, 30% of lands across the United States by 20, 2030. So California has made this goal um, and now the, the country has made this goal. And this is, you know, as we watch our last wild places disappear and the last places that haven't been industrialized or are damaged by giant machinery or pollution or other kinds of development that we take stock of you know what we have left and permanently protect it so it's there for future generations and so that it helps us to absorb some of the worst um, impacts of climate change and helps get us out of this that we've dug ourselves into. I think this is a really great goal. I think that the Biden administration has to really define what protects means because that's a critical part of that. We can't just superficially protect things. I mean, the, the Los Padres National Forest is protected, you know, but we allow oil drilling in the Los Padres National Forest. The Carrizo Plain National Monument is protected and we allow oil drilling in the Carrizo Plain National Monument. You know, real protections um, are, you know, are different from scenic protections. It's a, it's a really terrific start that this administration has made in setting the tone for, you know, what, what needs to happen. So I, I really hope that, um, that folks follow through. How can listeners get involved in Los Padres Forest Watch activism? So we have a, um, a mailing list that we never sell anyone's name, by the way. So if you, if you sign up for our mailing list, you will get our emails. It's mostly a monthly newsletter that will have in it any kind of actions that people can take to get involved in our advocacy program. Um, and then there's also um, volunteer projects and outings that we do periodically once it's safe to do those, those sorts of things. So I would say go to um, lpfwlospadresforcewatch.org and um, just sign up for our, for our newsletter. You can always unsubscribe if you're annoyed by emails, but um, that's the way to stay in touch with you know, what's happening in your backyard and what we can do to protect it. 
Great. Thank you so much for the interview, Rebecca. Thanks so much for focusing on this on this work and and um, in our public lands. Like Rebecca mentioned, you can go to lpfw.org for more information. This is Catherine Foster with KCSB News.